lighting up the world, the wild world, twinkling on and off on a warm summer evening. Fireflies are examples of bioluminescence, an organism's ability to produce and emit light. This ability is typically used to warn or evade predators, lure or detect prey, or communicate with their own kind. While fireflies are a common sight on land, most bioluminescent life, life lives within the vast and mysterious ocean. Take a deep dive and learn about the numerous marine creatures that glow in the dark. Deep water fish, because the deep ocean is so dark and extensive, 90% of the creatures there are luminescent. Some of these deep-dwelling, glowing fish include lanternfish, anglerfish, and dragonfish. Jellyfish. About 50% of jellyfish can produce light. Comb, C-O-M-B. Comb jellies produce a rainbow-like show when their blue-green light scatters through their tentacles. The crystal jellyfish releases calcium to flash its shine. Scientists are studying their light proteins as a tool to detect cancer. The mauve stinger is a pink and purple jellyfish whose, whose bioluminescence is striking and so are its stingers. See anemone A-N-E-M-O-N-E See Anemone, relatives to jellyfish and coral. Anemones are a single polyp attached to an undersea surface. Bioluminescence anemone are among the few fluorescent species that are able to turn off 
they're light at will. Plankton, microscopic organisms that float in the sea, are collectively known as plankton, and many of them have bioluminescent abilities. Dinoflagellates, D-I-N-O-F-L-A-G-E-L-L-A-T-E-S. Dinoflagellates, a type of algae, are found in warm tropical bays, such as in Jamaica or Puerto Rico. When they catch a wave, they feel threatened and flash blue, lighting up the ocean's surface with a vibrant, sparkling hue. Hello? Message. Trivia number one. What was the fearsome nickname of famous pirate Edward Teach? Number two. Featuring a skull and crossbones, the black flag on a pirate ship is known as what? Blackbeard or Edward Teach, T E A C H, circa sixteen eighty to seventeen eighteen, is one of the most infamous pirates to have ever lived, known for his fearsome image and daring acts on land and sea throughout the West Indies and along the North American East Coast. His legacy has been the inspiration for many depictions of pirates throughout history. Let's see what the UK has to say about one of their favorite pirates. Edward Teach, T-E-A-C-H, alternatively, alternate, alternatively, alternatively, 
spelled Edward Thatch, T-H-A-T-C-H, Thatch, circa 1680 through 22nd November 1718, better known as Blackbeard, was an English pirate who operated around the West Indies and the East <clears throat> Eastern Coast of Britain's North American colonies. Another name for Blackbeard. Blackbeard's real name is not definitely known, though he was generally called Edward Teach, T-E-A-C-H. Nevertheless, he is referred to in some documents as Edward Thatch or even Edward Drummond. Edward Lowe, L-O-W, started his practical career in 1721 in the Caribbean. Over the next few years, Lowe blazed a path of destruction, becoming, according to one contemporary account, quote, the most noted pirate in America, close quote, and certainly the most vicious. He seemed to relish torturing and killing his victims. Jack Sparrow is a fictional character and the main protagonist of the Pirates of the Caribbean film series and franchise. Devil fruit abilities, he, Blackbeard's devil fruit name in English. What is Blackbeard's devil fruit name in English? The devil fruit abilities he has gained come from the Yami Yami, Y-A-M-I, Yami Yami Nomi. And the Gura Gura no me. The Yami Yami no me or dark dark fruit. Devil's fruit is a special Logia type devil fruit that gives the user the power to control create 
and become darkness. What did Blackbeard name his ship after? A queen in the Caribbean Late in the fall of 1717, the pirates made their way to the Eastern Caribbean. It was here, off the island of Martinique, that Blackbeard and his fellow pirates captured the French slave ship La Concorde. Concorde. C-O-N-C-O-R-D-E La Concorde A vessel he would keep as his flagship and rename Queen Anne's Revenge Queen Anne's Revenge can defeat Blackbeard. Garp, G-A-R-P, the strongest marine, has the potential to take on and defeat Blackbeard. Due to his exceptional power and mastery of Haiki, H-A-K-I, various members of the five elders such as War Curry, War Curry, Jupiter, Saturn, Mars, Venus Juro, and Dracula, Dracula, Mihawk have the strength and abilities to challenge and potentially defeat. Blackbeard. Sounds like some sort of an, a game. What is Blackbeard's ship called? Pirates of the Caribbean. I think they mean what? Why is Blackbeard's ship called Pirates of the Caribbean? Queen Anne's Revenge was an early 18th century ship most famously used as a flagship by Edward Teach, better known by his nickname Blackbeard. What pirate was named Robert Bartholomew Roberts, May 17, 1682 through February 10, 1722. Born John Roberts, was a Welsh pirate 
who was measured by vessels captured the most successful pirate of the golden age of piracy. During his piratical career, he took over 470 prize ships. Was Blackbeard's treasure ever found? It was never to be, however, as the Navy's ships caught up with Teach in the outer banks. A bloody battle ensued and ended when the pirate captain was beheaded at the hands of Lieutenant Robert Maynard. Though many have tried, the lost treasure of Blackbeard remains unfound to this day. Who was Jack Sparrow? based on, according to writer Giles Milton, Jack Sparrow of the Pirates of the Caribbean film franchise was inspired by the 17th century English pirate Jack Ward, W-A-R-D, Jack Ward. Who was the best female pirate? Ching Shi C H I N G Capital S H I H seventeen seventy five to eighteen forty four is known as the most successful. Pirate in history. Beginning life in a Cantonese brothel in the Chinese Empire, she later married Jing Yi, commander of the Red Fleet, a fleet of pirate vessels that sailed under a red flag. Did Blackbeard have children? Blackbeard married a local girl when he settled for a time before his death in North Carolina. They had a daughter called Elizabeth who later died young with no issue or children.
what is a female pirate called? It's difficult to know what female pirates were called. Many disguised themselves as men to be able to fit into pirate crews undetected. Female pirates were a minority and open, opening, openingly female pirates, openly female pirates, and even rarer. In today's popular culture, you can find references to girl pirates, women pirates, she pirates, and so on. Did Annie Bonnie have a relationship with Blackbeard? According to Smithsonian Magazine, her relationship with Blackbeard may have been anything but affectionate. Quote, female pirates remained an anomaly and perceived disability Blackbeard, for one, banned women from his ship, and if his crew took one captive, she was strangled and pitched over the side. End quote. A 2011 article reads. Where is Blackbeard's grave? Blackbeard had no grave at all. His body was thrown into Pamlico Sound. P-A-M-L-I-C-O. Pamlico Sound. His head given as a trophy to Spotswood. S-P-O-T-S-W-O-O-D who had it displayed on a tall pole in Hampton Roads at a site now known as Blackbeard's Point. Was the Black Pearl a real ship? The Black Pearl formerly known as the Wicked Wench, is a fictional ship in the Pirates of the Caribbean film series. What pirate was hung in Charleston? December 1718. The pirate Stead Bonet, S-T-E-D-E, the capital B-O-N-N-E-T, Stead Bonet, is hung in Charleston, South Carolina Historical Society, December 4, 2020.
what does the Jack Sparrow tattoo mean? For example, in nautical ink terminology and for pirates in particular, the swallow tattoo that Jack boasts means a long distance covered 5,000 nautical miles for pirates and also implies the promised safety of reaching home. What does the D stand for in One Piece? Danger. One Piece has commonly referred to this connection between the D bearers as the will of the D and has also depicted how the five elders believe that it stands for danger. While it may not precisely mean danger, their interpretation of the initial hints at how it points to points towards an overarching conspiracy. How tall is Blackbeard? Six foot four inches tall, Blackbeard may have been the most notorious pirate of all, fierce and ferocious looking. He stood six foot four inches tall and had wild eyes and an explosive temper. What is Blackbeard's bounty? Four billion berries. Teach, also known as Blackbeard, Teach's bounty absolutely dwarfs the likes of most pirates, totaling almost four billion berries. While this total is hard to believe, his trail of destruction and chaos more than justifies the gaudy number. What SEAL team uses Blackbeard's flag? Navy SEAL Team 3 Blackbeard. Navy SEAL Team 3 Blackbeard Pirate Flag Patch Edward Teach Battlefield 
four. What was Blackbeard's actual flag? The design of the flag consisted of a horned skeleton raising an hourglass, quote, toasting the devil, end quote, in its right hand. In the skeleton's left hand, It held a spear pointing towards a red heart which had three drops of red blood below it, supposedly to signal that no quarter would be given. Getting spooky and scary here. Grab your bag of popcorn. What does Blackbeard's flag symbolize? According to legend, the flag of the pirate Blackbeard, a.k.a. Edward Teach, died 1718. The skeleton holds an hourglass to signify that the time of those about to be boarded is coming to an end. The bleeding heart warns of the death which will come if any resistance is met. Blackbeard's sister lived in Grimes, Grimesland and welcomed the infamous pirate when he needed a rest from his dastardly deeds on the high seas. In fact, Blackbeard used an old cypress tree on the tall river as a lookout for hostile ships when he dropped by to see his sister Susie White. Uh, his, his sister Susie White. Can Davy Jones beat Blackbeard? To the point, Davy Jones is a supernatural being and immortal. He will defeat Blackbeard, but not kill him. 
probably make Edward his slave on the crew. But if Blackbeard is given time, the only way he could defeat Davy Jones is probably by voodoo. Who is stronger, Blackbeard or Shanks? Dragon, Blackbeard, and Emu are some of the characters who have the power and ability to challenge Shanks. While Shanks is stronger than most of these characters, they possess unique strengths, abilities, and devil fruits that make them formidable opponents who could potentially defeat him. Who was Jack Sparrow's father? Edward Teague, T-E-A-G-U-E, was an infamous pirate of the Caribbean and father of Jack Sparrow, a legendary pirate in his own right. Teague occasionally reappeared in the life of his son, Jack, who followed in his buccaneering footsteps. Who was the richest pirate? Captain Samuel Bellamy. Circa 23 February 16, 89 through the 26th of April 1717. Later known as Black Sam Bellamy was an English sailor turned pirate during the early 18th century. He is best known as the wealthiest pirate in recorded history and one of the faces of the golden age of piracy. Black Sam. That's Nipsey Hussle's brother's name. Can you still see Blackbeard's head? The famed pirate died in sea battle with a Virginia-based squadron in 1718. A British commander had Blackbeard's head cut off and displayed on a scaffold 
the skull is rumored to have reappeared in various locations as a drinking vessel. For the meantime, this skull remains in storage at the Peabody Essex Museum. How Black How Did Blackbeard Die? Gunshot Wound GSW After the battle, it was noted Edward Teach had been shot at least five times and received over 20 blade wounds, making it difficult to tell what was the failing blow. All knives matter. The head of the infamous Blackbeard was hung from the mast, and all but two of the captured pirates were eventually hanged. Was Barbosa a real pirate? Captain Hector Barbosa is a fictional character of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, appearing in all five films in the series, starting out as a villainous undead skeleton in The Curse of the Black Pearl, 2003. Barbosa dies at the end of the film. Is Johnny Depp Polish? Depp is of primarily English descent with some French, German, and Irish ancestry. Which female pirate was pregnant? Annie Bonnie. She remained faithfully by his side, fighting fearlessly on deck beside fellow female pirate Mary Red, R-E-A-D, Mary Reed, until being captured and sentenced to prison for their crimes of piracy. In the end, it is not known what happened to Annie Bonnie, only that she was not executed due to pregnancy. Pregnancy.
Who was the famous red-head pirate? Grace O'Malley. Grace O'Malley was a fiery redhead born in Ireland in 1530. She was known as a pirate and a traitor. She even got to meet Queen Elizabeth I. Unlike most pirates, she lived a long life, sailing the sea for most of it. She eventually died around the age of 70. An impressive age for any buccaneer. Grace O'Malley. What do pirates call their lovers? Pirates typically do not have a specific term for their lovers. However, they may refer to them as, quote, me hearties or me damian. That's what it says. to your seatbelt for the next one. Do female pirates wear pants? There were two infamous female pirates, Annie Bonnie and Mary Reed. And both wore the trousers and shirts typical of male mariners when in battle. Alternatively, short billowing trousers known as petticoat breeches were worn which could be tied at the knee. Leather pockets were often stitched onto trousers. Hooray for pockets. I don't know how anybody could live without pockets. That had to be the greatest invention ever. I won't leave home without pockets. At least two or more. What did Blackbeard... What did Blackbeard do to Bonnie after the summit war of Marine Fort Bonnie was ambushed and defeated by the Blackbeard pirates who held her hostage 
in order to obtain a ship from the world government. Hmm. I wonder if they had maritime laws then. It wouldn't matter to the pirates though. They were definitely outside of the the laws. Okay, hold on to your popcorn. There's more. Trivia question number three. Which American cities MLB Major League Baseball team is called the Pirates? Number four. In what year did the original Pirates of the Caribbean ride open at Disneyland. Everyone, nearly everyone knows the MLB team would be the Pittsburgh Pirates. At one time it was. Now, if they have expansion teams in the MLB, there may be more than one team with that name or something close, but the last team that used the Pirates, to my knowledge, would be the Pittsburgh What year did the original Pirates of the Caribbean ride open at Disneyland? 1967. On March 18, 1967, Pirates of the Caribbean opened at Disneyland Park. So that would be Anaheim, California. Wow. Thanks to the highly detailed scenes, lavish special effects, and memorable characters, the attraction earned rave reviews and has remained a beloved classic ever since.
What is the oldest ride at Disneyland? By far the oldest Disneyland opening day attraction you can still ride is the King Arthur Carousel. <laughs> this ride was built in 1922 long before Walt Disney was considering creating a theme park. The carousel originally operated at Sunnyside Beach Park in Toronto, Ontario for many years. There's a problem with some of these old rides from the 50s and 60s. People are getting injured or killed on some of these things. Did the Pirates of the Caribbean ride use real skeletons? Popcorn. Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean feature real human skeletons. It sounds unbelievable, yes, but hey, it was a different era. In 1967, when Pirates of the Caribbean first opened to the public at Disneyland, California. The majority of the skeletons and skulls on display were real. That's how they roll. That's how we roll on the West Coast. Um, as close to the real deal as possible. While the release date for Pirates of the Caribbean number six remains elusive, fans can expect a wait until at least mid to late 2024 or possibly 2025. For any concrete news, historically, the franchise has maintained four to five year gaps between installments. On July 17th, 1955, Disneyland's opening day, the theme park only cost guests $1, according to Walt's apartment. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor 
statistics inflation calculator. One dollar in 1955 would be equivalent to buying a ticket for eleven dollars and twelve cents in 2022. But the Disneyland experience was different back then. Yeah, now they've priced everybody out of that place. They're in the hundreds and thousands now. So ridiculous. And it's so humongous you can go there for a week and still not do everything. That defeats the whole purpose. It's supposed to be a family-friendly environment, but... When you price out the family, then what's left? What do you expect? Okay. And question number five. What movie follows several kids seeking the lost treasure of pirate One-Eyed Willie. One-Eyed... Oh. Hold on to your popcorn. You'll find One-Eyed Willie's a pirate. my bag of skinny popcorn one bag of that is so yummy but you just can't eat one bag just tastes too good so excuse me if you hear me chewing in the background
Discovers a treasure map in his attic. The map supposedly reveals where to find the treasure of infamous pirate One-Eyed Willie, and it appears to lead somewhere underneath Astoria. of the ship, the Inferno, which held the treasure that the titular Goonies had set out to search for. When Mama Fratelli sets off the scale trap. They abandoned the treasure in favor of their lives. With the ship setting sail and leaving the cave, it was trapped in for centuries. The only treasure that survived was a series of gems smuggled out in Mickey's marble bag. Johnny Depp was cast as Michael Mickey Walsh. Josh Brolin Brolin or Brolin as Brandon 
Rand Walsh, Kevin James as Lawrence Junk Cohen, Glasses in the Goonies, Martha Plimpton, born November 16, 1970, is an American actress, actress, activist, and former model. Her feature film debut was in Rollover, 1981. She subsequently rose prominence in the Richard Donner film The Goonies 1985 strong, benevolent leaders, and the Goonies also certainly had that in director Richard Donner and executive producer and impromptu assistant director towards the end of production, Steven Spielberg. Savvy shoppers, attention savvy shoppers, and bargain hunters, some people stumble up on bargains while others avidly search them out, but no matter which category you fit in, everyone loves a good deal. Here are some bargain shopping tips. Shop after season for the best deals on clothing, sports gear, and other items. Figure out the clearance schedule at your favorite store. 
Save on groceries by asking employees in the deli and produce departments when they typically start markdowns. Do research beforehand. Shop around online and see who has the best deal on an item when purchasing second-hand items. Don't be afraid to haggle. A good rule of thumb is to begin by offering about 70% of the asking price. It's normal to go back and forth a few times with the seller before settling on a price. Planners can help you hold it all together. Use use these quick tips to get the most out of your planner. Number one, keep your planner somewhere visible and convenient. Don't let it get buried and forgotten. Number two, color coding helps with organization, but it's also fun and can give your planner a pleasing aesthetic, encouraging you to use it more often. Number three, come up with abbreviations for repeated tasks such as grocery shopping or household chores. Give each task a priority level by placing them in an ordered list or giving them an assigned color or symbol. Number four, use the notes section to jot things down in the moment. You can rewrite the information later in a spot that makes more sense. And number five, plot out each day, including a designated time to write in your planner to help stay on top of your to-do list. Be sure to leave open time slots for unexpected events, as well as relaxing breaks. drop zone in every room.
many people have a designated drop zone by their front door to place keys, bags, mail, and similar items. Drop zones are useful in other rooms too. Ideas include a specific basket in the bedroom for clothing you plan to wear again before laundry day, a charging station for all your devices in the living room, and a clean landing counter specifically for grocery drop-off, keeping items in assigned Contained spots can help your home look tidy at all times. Using hooks and shelves as drop zones will also keep pathways clear and make your space feel bigger.